Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with you guys today. Podcasting is one of my favorite things I get to do because it gives me the freedom to be a little more candid with you guys. I think my podcast listeners are brilliant. Did you know that? Like if you listen to this podcast, you already think differently than the status quo about dating. So I want you to give yourself like a little pat on the back because that means you're pretty freaking brilliant. How awesome is that? I just got back from a trip with some girls to Cabo and it was such a beautiful and lovely experience and I also got to know myself a little bit better. (laughs) A lot of the things that women have, anxieties that women have about men are actually anxieties that I have when it comes to female friendships. I have not been given the best example when it comes to creating friendships, keeping strong friendships. Um, Both of my parents, it's something that they've struggled with. And so I really have not been given a good foundation in terms of like what is a good friend and how to show up as a good friend. And so I have a lot of anxieties when it comes to groups of women and feeling accepted and feeling liked and feeling not like I'm weird or awkward or too much or too deep. Um, So it's a whole thing I'm going through. But I want you to know that I have been applying the same lessons that I experienced in my dating life. I'm experiencing those same things when it comes to relationships, female relationships. And one of the things that I'm experiencing is that when my insecurities pop up, what I did with men was I was like, that's true. And what if it's just okay? Like, what if it's just okay you're a little too much? What if it's just okay that you're a deep thinker? What if it's just okay that like you might be a little bit different? What if that's okay? And I would soften into my insecurity instead of trying to take action over it. Because what I realized was when you try to fix that thing that you think is imperfect about yourself is the very moment we start to act actually weird, right? So if we think I'm weird, then like, then we start to do weird things. It's actually quite funny. But if we're just like, I could be a little bit weird and that's okay. Like it's okay. Maybe it's just okay. Maybe it's true and I don't need to change anything. And like not everyone's going to get it. And maybe that's okay. Is when you actually go back to just being the amazing woman that you are. So I feel like we could just wrap up there and the podcast is done. But I'm just kidding. I actually have something for you guys. But I just want to say thank you for giving me the space and the freedom and the acceptance to share that with you. Because as somebody who is a relationship expert, I still struggle relationally sometimes. Just in another area of life. So today, I actually want to talk about the filters that we see men and the dating world through 
that prevent us from having the type of experience and the outcomes that we want to have in our dating life. And I'm going to explain it through a personal story, another one that I think I've shared a while back, but I was using it to like reference something else. So when Jason and I were first dating, we dated each other and other people for four months of our time together. And then we decided to be exclusive. Well, one night around the time that we decided to be exclusive, I went out with some friends dancing, ended up having a few cocktails. I am a makeout bandit, if you didn't know that. I love to make out. And I ended up making out with some guy there. Well, a few months later, Jason ran into a friend and he was like, hey, I saw your girl at such and such place. She was making out with some guy. So Jason brings it up on a trip. And he brought it up and waited a long time to bring it up because he wasn't really sure of the night that it was and when we had decided to be exclusive. So he didn't want to accuse me of something that I, I didn't do when I had every freedom at that time to like make out with somebody. Turns out that it was around the exact same time. Like it was like the day after we decided it, this happened. And he felt like I wasn't being honest. I wasn't being faithful. I wasn't being forthright. I had cheated on him and I completely understand his stance on it. So from there forward, we decided to put it behind us and I decided on my own that I was going to be very open and honest about everything. So if an ex messaged me, I would tell him. If I got hit on when I was out, I would tell him. Like he did not ask me to do that, but I wanted to make sure that I was 100% forthright and that he knew that. Fast forward six months down the road, we're out to dinner and he sarcastically brings that situation up again. And it wasn't the first time. He had brought it up here and there. And when he brought it up in the past, I was like, okay, he's not quite over it. So I'm going to keep being honest with him. But on that moment, on that night, I looked at him and I was like, hey, at some point, you're going to have to see me for who I've been and not what I did. No amount of being honest is going to make you see me as an honest person. You have to decide that for yourself. And he looked at me and he was like, you're right. When it comes to dating, our past filters is one thing that gets in the way the most. An example is when the last three dates cancel and we start to see the future from the same lens and anticipate that you're going to get canceled on. Or maybe your ex was unfaithful and see we, so we see future men the same way and we overanalyze everything they do. Because you've had bad experiences with men, you see future men the same way and assume they're all the same. I understand why we do this. We do it to stay safe so that you know what to expect. But the downside is you don't get to have a different experience. You miss out on guys who are going to be faithful, who are going to follow through, who are going to treat you like a queen. We miss those guys. A client had dated men who didn't really respect women. The current guy she's seeing wanted to come over and hang out with her before he went out of town, but she had some work to finish up. And because he had asked to come over before she was done with her work, she felt disrespected. And her first response was that he didn't re he's not respecting my work. He doesn't think it's valuable. He doesn't see my work as important. But the truth was he didn't want her to stop working. He just wanted to be in her presence. She's missing out and unable to receive the very thing she wants because she's seeing him through the lens of the past. We do this all the time. We miss out on great guys who are the exact men 
that we are looking for because we're assuming it's going to be the same. Men compliment you, but it couldn't be genuine because it wasn't genuine in the past. A man treating you to dinner can't be authentic. He must want something because that's what's happened. A guy wanting a woman who's independent, that's highly unlikely because you haven't had it. We take what has happened and we use that to tell us the way things are going to be. But the truth is, what happened is simply what happened. It's not an indication of what will happen. It's not an indication of who men are. So if you want a man who loves your independence, you have to drop the past and decide you're going to believe it could be true. That doesn't mean you ignore what has happened. What has happened is your wisdom to put in your back pocket. But it does mean that you let what happened just be. And then you make an intentional decision about what you want to be true. You give yourself permission to really have the things that you want. You give yourself permission to experience how much men could really adore you and show up for you and be amazing to you when you let go of what has happened. For instance, for a long time, I believed that men just want sex. And because he's going to want to sleep with me, I have to somehow combat it and make him see how amazing my personality is and get him interested in who I am at my core. And then maybe sex will be a bonus. It was exhausting. And it didn't work. Then one day I asked myself, could it be possible that some men value sex, but they value a high quality woman who knows her worth? And that felt really good. So I decided to believe it. Men want sex, but they also value a high quality woman who doesn't give it away so easily. I decided that that was what was going to be true about men. Every time I experienced men who were not that way, I didn't let it convince me that it couldn't be true. I just decided that I was going to see men differently and those men that I experienced the opposite with were just those men. Not every man aligned with that filter, with the idea that they value a quality woman. But when I decided to adopt it was when I did experience those guys much more often. I got to have a different experience by letting go of what had happened, leaving it in the past and committing to what I did want. At some point, ladies, you have to decide what you want to be true about men. At some point, you have to ask yourself if you want to keep experiencing and seeing men through what has happened versus what you want to happen. You might be thinking, Kenna, what happens when men reinforce my experience? And my answer to that is, what do you want more? Do you want to keep experiencing the past or do you want something new? Whichever one you want more and whichever one you commit to, no matter what happens, is what you'll get. So as I said before, the next two men I met did want sex right away. But I didn't let them convince me to change my filter of how I saw men. I still chose my filter and that's eventually what I got. 
So with that being said, there's a few steps you can take. One, leave the past in the past. Second, decide what you want to believe about men. Decide how you want to experience men. Decide what you want to be true about the men you experience. And three, commit to it no matter what. The longer you commit, the more it will show up in your life. Lastly, when you're dating somebody, and let's say he does something that like makes you feel like he's not going to show up for me, or maybe he does something that really bothers you, express what you're experiencing and then ask for clarification. A good example is a client was going to buy this house, and she was going to buy this house with this guy that she was dating, but she was going to buy the house anyways. What she decided after a few discussions was that he didn't really want to buy the house, but she still wanted to. And so she decided to go look at the house, and initially he had no interest in seeing it because it wasn't something that he was going to purchase. And then all of a sudden, on the day that she was going to go, he said, I'm going to come with you. And she felt like it was because he thought she was going to make a bad decision and that she couldn't make the decision on her own. She needed a man there. That was what she thought. Because that's what, what, that's what she experienced. But my thought is, is that he thought about it and realized I need to show up for her anyways. What's interesting is that both could be true in this scenario. So I told her to tell him, hey, when you changed a mind, your mind about coming with me, it made me feel like I'm not competent in making a good decision for myself and that you don't think I can make this decision. But I could be wrong. Can you tell me why you've had a change of heart and why you want to come with me now? When you ask this question, you're not putting a filter on him. You're opening yourself up to having a different experience and you get to experience his true intention. How cool is that? You're recognizing I could possibly be experiencing you in this moment from something that has happened to me. And I'm going to honor that this could be the real experience, but I'm also going to consider that I could be wrong by asking you, hey, what's your intention for coming with me? There are good men out there with good intentions, but we miss out on them because of the bad guys, because of the bad experiences we've had. I want to honor those experiences you've had. They're not fun. They're uncomfortable. They're heartbreaking even. But I want you to know that there is so much good that's waiting for you. My encouragement is, let those men stay in the past. Instead, let yourself have a new experience. The experience that you want to have. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at the Kenna Renee.